Welcome to the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. My name is Rob Murgatroyd, and I am a former doctor turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I interview some of the best minds on the planet on the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Today's episode is a mini-sode that we call Fried Dates with the Wife. In these mini-sodes, my wife Kim and I deconstruct the strategies that we've developed over the last decade to not only grow personally, but to turn our struggles into lessons and create fulfillment in all areas of our lives. Excuses are over. It's time to live. Let's dig into today's topic. All right, before we jump into this episode, I want to invite you to be considered for my Work Hard, Play Hard Mastermind by completing an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. So this mastermind is not like any mastermind you may have been to or heard of, I promise you. This mastermind is for six to seven figure entrepreneurs that are working too damn much and aren't taking the time to have amazing experiences around the world with an incredible tribe of people. So every hundred days or so, I drop you into new experiences that are specifically designed to elevate your thinking, to give you new ideas. Look, you get your best ideas not staring at a computer. And actually, this is the way high-level people really collaborate with each other. They do it over a glass of champagne, watching the sunset in the south of France. So if you are ready to do some fun stuff around the world and really, really want to level up your tribe in one shot, fill out an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. We'll jump on a call and we'll see if it's a good fit. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Well, Kimberly, we are in some crazy times right now, Murgatroyd. How are you? I am good. How are you? I'm good. A lot happening, huh? Yeah, it's crazy. I I mean, you know, I feel like we're coming out of 2020, man. The flying fucking spiders are next or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. But you can't catch a break in 2020, apparently. It's been crazy. But you know what I learned? What'd you learn? Everything's always working out for us. Where'd you learn that? Esther Hicks. So for those for those people that have no idea who um, our new friend Esther is, a lot of people know who Esther is. I was not one of them. I've heard of her. Okay, so Esther Hicks is a woman who channels a group of um, spirits on the other side. I told you this was gonna. You had to have an open mind for this. Uh, called as a collective, Abraham Hicks. Okay. I'm guessing that, you know, if you listen to Esther Hicks, you then either become like quasi obsessed with it because the information comes so quickly. She speaks so quickly that you can't, it's not like a one-time listening thing. It's like, let me listen to this every day for the next 10 years. And I think I'll figure out the last five minutes. Right. It's just so incredibly compact when she's channeling. And the, the, the file you gave me to listen to is like the best of series. Yeah. It's, it's a the comp- best it's a, of, it's a compilation. So, so it's, it's like, you know, it, it's like five two minute segments that you're like, whoa, 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 rewind that. Yeah. And so you, I remember you gave it to me and I was walking to meet you and Sophia down at the park and I was listening to it. And whether you believe she's channeling or she's just giving her own ideas, it doesn't really matter. It's amazing. And she shifted a lot of things in my mind that 
I really liked like the phrase that Rob and I have adopted from her, everything is always working out for us and everything is always working out for you too. You just have to see it. Mm-hmm. Like this is what she talks about. And, it, and you know, if I think back through my life and we've talked about this before multiple times, but there's nothing in my life that even though it was like the shittiest of shitty moments that didn't lead to something better. So I do have 100% belief in everything is always working out for me. It's very difficult to have that belief when you're in the shitty moment. It's easy to have that belief after the fact. And so when I look through all of the things that have gone on in 2020 and I find the silver lining or the positive part of it, or you know, maybe things will shift in in our culture and how we interact with each other in a more positive way. Maybe people will have more gratitude. Maybe our earth was healing, you know, all of those things. There was just so many things that I was getting from this one recording that I, it, it was comforting to me. So now I go to bed listening to this one recording and I usually get about 30 minutes in and then I, I wake up and shut the recording off and I'm able to sleep like a baby. And it, it's honestly been one of, other than Tony Robbins, when you introduced me to that, this is probably one of the more life-changing things that I've listened to. Yeah, I, I agree. And what's cool about this is you and I are experiencing it, you know, as uh, as newbies for the first time and doing it together. So that that's kind of special. Um, one of the things that... I, I did an interview yesterday uh, with a guy named David uh, Bayer. It would probably be coming out in the next month. And uh, he's really, really good. I, I guess I'm going to classify him as a motivational speaker. And he's also an Esther Hicks fan. And he said to me, he said, look, how do you know that the thing that you think is not going on, the thing that's happening in your life right now that you are pissed about, or that you um, you're trying to you know you're trying to get a specific goal, but you have all these obstacles that keep popping in the way. How do you know that those obstacles are not precisely the plan that the universe is giving you? And so we, in you know, using his words, we in our own arrogance believe that what is before us is not supposed to be because we've mapped out the plan. We come up with the idea, but the universe is like, okay, if that's the way you want to do it, that's fine. But that's not going to get you where you want to go because I'm going to introduce you to somebody who's going to introduce you to three other people who's going to meet seven other people on a rainy day. You're going to meet a guy with an umbrella and then you're going to slip and fall. And when you go to the hospital, the doctor is going to be the one that buys your company for 20 seconds. And, and how many times does that happen to us? Like you, that's literally like you, the path. You, you can't. So we keep fighting and fighting and fighting, you know, and he, he even said to me, even little things, he said, like, you know, if you have your daughter, you know, come into the room who's, you know, two, three, four, five years old, and you're trying to get some work done, she's like, daddy, 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 daddy. How do you know that you're not meant to take a break in that second to regroup so that you can allow an idea that's about to form to come through you while you're connecting with your daughter or connecting with your daughter is going to put the love in your heart that you need in order to vibe the vibe that you need to attract it to you. So all these distractions that we look at, 
there's no way that we could know whether they are or they're not. So there's uh, there's a guy named um, Michael Singer who um, was uh, Tony Robbins. Um, Tony Robbins' wife, uh, I think he was a coach for Sage or something like that. He's a guy who had a, he had a billion dollar company exited um, and he wrote this book called The, uh, the Untethered Soul. And his second book is called The Surrender Experiment. And the concept of the book is pretty much what, what we've been talking about, which is to just surrender to what is. So well, the whole thing with Abraham, Esther... I don't know which one we want to refer to. Let's 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 call it Abraham because I think that's the one. Yeah. that that is that's that the is collective the collective group that group speaks of like, through her. Yeah. So the whole thing is based on law of attraction, right? So your vibe attracts your tri- your tribe. You know what you're putting out into the universe. The vibe you're putting out into the universe is what you're going to get back. We've talked about this before when you're having a bad day and like the 17 things that happen to you in a row that suck and you're like, oh my God, this whole day. But if you shift your energy, you shift your mindset, you change your state, all the things Tony Robbins teaches you and this all comes together. And one thing that I love with Abraham is the emotional guidance scale. And if you just Google, we can link it too, but emotional guidance scale, you'll see this thing that just makes sense. And it's like a spiral going up on the positive and a spiral going down on the negative. And, you know, the lowest vibe emotion is fear, depression, powerlessness, and being a victim. That's as low as it gets. And that's really where the country is right now. And that's really where the country is right now. And we need to raise your vibration. We got to raise the vibe, even if it's just going from there to hatred. Hatred is a higher vibe than that, you know? And then if you can get to hatred, then maybe you can get to blame and then you can get to disappointment and then you can get to frustration and then you can get to pessimism. But then when you hit the the top of the negative spiral, there's only up from there, right? Mm-hmm. So you keep going up and you can go from, you know, frustration to hopefulness, and then optimism, and then you ride it all the way up in the number one, the tippity top, the, the, the vibration you're striving for is joy and empowerment and freedom and love and appreciation. That's what it is. It's all about seeing everything. Like it's what you bringing me, Abraham Hicks, clicked everything I've been learning for the last 15 years. Tony Robbins, the Wallace Waddles, Gabby Bernstein, like Wayne Dyer, like all of them, all of them, the the secret, like it literally clicked them all together for me somehow, some way. And this emotional guidance scale, like I've become obsessed with it because I like, I listened to Gabby Bernstein talk about it and you can literally take yourself or your spouse or your child or whoever and see what emotion they're in and try to help them move up the guidance scale and move out of that and into aiming for love and appreciation and gratitude and joy. And I think that's one of my biggest takeaways from doing this. So it looks like I'm sticking my head in the sand. And if you look at my social media, it might look all Pollyanna and like we're skipping and going to the beach. But part of that is raising our vibration so we can do better and do better for this world. Mm, Amen. Drop the mic. You know, I think we're, 
where there's confusion with that, or, or certainly where I had confusion around this, is I, I now understand that what you're doing is you're reaching for the next best emotion. And, you know, I'm the guy that wants to go to the top. So if I'm feeling like shit and I look at the scale, I say, well, you know, fuck the other 37 things in between what I'm feeling and the top, I'm going to go right to the top and I'm going to feel joy. The problem is that if you're not there um, and it's just too hard for you to get there, then all you really need to do is to reach for the next best emotion, just the one a little higher. So if you're not feeling great, but you can somehow wrap your wrap your mind around hope just to feel hopeful. Like if that's possible, that's gonna move you into the right side of that scale pretty quickly. You don't have to get into joy. You don't have to get into love. You could just get into hope. So, you know, if we could, with all of this that we have going on right now, without, you know, picking sides or getting into politics or none of that. If we could just all have some hope that things will be better and that we will be healed as a planet, we're going to raise the collective vibration up uh, with everybody. And so I think I think that's what she's trying to say there. I think it is what she's trying to say and allow what's going to unfold to unfold and you do your part in whatever that is to make sure that you're raising your vibration, that you're taking care of you and the people around you. I think that I think that was a big lesson. I know for you, what you talked about surrender last night and that. So what is that for you? Well, for me, it's you know, one of the things that are really helping me with this, I don't know if it, if it directly answers the question, but one of the things that's helping me is f- looking for the good feelings. One of the things that she taught us is to, to find, to set your intention for the day and to use, she calls it Magellan, right? I guess he was the explorer. Um, use it as your personal GPS, how you're feeling. So in other words, if you are, I don't know, if you're going out to a restaurant or something and you look at the restaurant and you're like, this this one just does not feel good to me, then don't go to that one. If you're having a conversation with somebody and you're not liking the conversation and it's just is not feeling good, then you know, politely, you know, get your way out of it. Um, and there's all kinds of, you know, little things in between. And it's an interesting thing to do to go through your day and to notice what feels good and notice what doesn't feel good. It's very easy for us to trick ourselves and to, you know, sort of like push through things and to not be conscious of how we're feeling. And so, you know, because I've been doing this every single morning, you know, she, you know, she says, you know, all momentum has stopped, which means that, you know, all the negative choo from the day before is over. It's a new day, it's a new morning, and it's time for you to look for what feels good. And, you know, we're in a place right now where there are, you can't really turn on the news. You can't really have a conversation without somebody without hearing a lot of things that just don't feel so good. So going into dragging yourself down into that rabbit hole and pit of despair I don't believe is serving anybody. So for me, in order for me to show up 
to be the best person I can during this situation for my family, my friends, for my podcast listeners, for everybody else, I've got to make sure that I am not feeling bad. There's a lot of guilt in that, right? There's yeah, it's guilt, almost there's like, a, it's like in- I almost don't even want to say it because like, I feel like if I say it, somebody's going to say, but yeah, you know what's going on out there? And I'm like, yeah, I'm not, I, like I live in the world, so I see it. You see it, but again, like if you take any any person in history that has made any change, any shift, any momentum, any progress, were they vibrating on that downward spiral of fear or revenge or anger or hatred or insecurity or doubt or overwhelm? No, they weren't. They were vibrating in hope, in optimism, in belief, in enthusiasm. That's where they came from. They're, they're, they're coming from that place. So it does feel guilty. To, it, it really does. Like I feel guilty sometimes enjoying the beach. Like today we went to the beach and there's, you know, look, last night I was up till one in the morning because our daughter was in Atlanta and our older one. And we were trying to figure out if we were going to fly her out early or what was the, like, we didn't know what was happening, you know? And I was up till one trying to figure that situation out. And then we went to the beach today and I take this picture of Sophia and I was like, I went to post on social media and I was like, God, I feel so guilty doing this. Mm-hmm. But the the truth is when I'm feeling fearful and scared in all of those negative vibrating, vibrating emotions, I have trained myself to go into gratitude mm. and to look for what I'm grateful for and to see Sophia smiling and laughing on the beach. I am grateful for that. I am grateful to have that in my life, to have that that space of innocence in in our life. And we don't need to feel guilty for that because the better we do, the higher we vibe, the more we can help, the more we can give back, the more we can communicate and, you know, try to try to to help in any way we can, you know? Yeah, I remember uh, you making me think of uh, Tony Robbins when he talks about um, how when you're, when you're at the bottom of that scale and you are feeling fearful, the way to completely get rid of the fear is gratitude. You can't be grateful and fearful at the same time. The, 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 for whatever the reason, there, there's, um, there's like a cancellation between like it, uh, I don't know what the word is. It short circuits it yeah. in some way. Like you can't do both simultaneously. You can't feel fear and anxiety and, and be gratitude, at, real gratitude at the same time. And that I've been using myself, using myself. I've been using that to pull myself out of it mm-hmm. for a long time. And I think that where we are right now as a country, as a world with all we've been through in 2020 and God help us what we're gonna continue to go through. I think we need to, focus on pulling ourselves up that spiral and finding the next best emotion and leaning into it, surrendering our our fears and our anxiety and find the next best thing, you know? Go for joy, go for love, see things through the eyes of love instead of hate. Yeah, I think we're gonna leave it there. All right. All right. Bye. Fine. <laughs> Just a, kidding. <laughs> have a great week, everybody. Thanks for uh, coming into our living room uh, tonight. Uh, I, this is called Friday Date, but this is our Saturday night. We had to uh, we had to pull it together. This has been a uh, it's been a rough week. It, you can hear in our voices. You can hear our hearts are heavy, 
and uh, it's it's just been really really tough for us. And I, uh, I'm, I'm sure I'm, it's I'm tough certain, for everybody. I'm certain it's tough for you too. So we are sending you so much light and love and blessings in our heart. And if there's anything that we can do for you, uh, and if you got something out of this, share it. We'd love uh, we'd love a, a little uh, social media love. Let's make social media a little better place to be right now. That's it, everybody. See you next week. Bye bye. All right, thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game or their play hard game, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there. So if you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes, take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. So until the next episode, excuses are over. It's time to live.